knucklehead, knucklehead, knuckle, 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 knucklehead, 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 knucklehead. What's up, guys? We're the Knuckleheads Podcast. I'm the fanboy. I'm the hater, and I had some wicked gas this week. I'm pretty sure they would love to hear about it. I, I, we're gonna we're gonna tell them about it this week. <laughs> actually checked our analytics. Uh, we have twenty percent uh, women audience. I did not right. expect that much. <laughs> I mean, chicks fart, right? It's not. Everybody poops. I would think. Everybody definitely poops. I mean, it's what we do. <laughs> and of course, as soon as we hit record, we got fucking music outside the window. <laughs> Let's turn it into a sweat box. You're gonna be uh, barbecuing. Just missing some uh, fucking making Nikes in here. Um, let's see. It is June 25th. Well, let's first don't forget to rate, view, and subscribe to the Knuckleheads Podcast on all platforms: Spotify, Anchor, Podbean, Apple Podcasts. Buy our shit on Teespring. The link is uh, down below. Support the channel. What are the month like? Uh, let's see. What's the national days? National, national Catfish Day. Catfish the food or catfish the uh, <laughs> the catfish other the animal. <laughs> The fish, not the, uh, the 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 fucked up Nigerian catfishing. <laughs> are those uh are the catfish? Those are the ones that they get, they catch them by hand, like you stick your hand in the water in like a hole and pluck the son of a bitch out. Yeah, they go. They basically burrow in mud. Would you do that? Um, I mean, I it's not. I'm, I'm not that I'm like afraid of it. I just never really. I don't really eat fish, so I don't never had the need to like fish or yeah. or hunt. <laughs> To get them? <laughs> yeah, I never... I, I know that's a thing. Like, I I don't know. Maybe I'm not that adventurous. <laughs> and you don't want to stick your hand into dark, dirty places? <laughs> it's just you You have to, like... You know, you're sitting there and or standing there in waders. You know, you're running around trying to catch a fish. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't mind, like I said last week, uh, actually trying to fish, but not getting in there with by hand. Like, that's just weird to me. When you grab them by the mouth and then you like you pull them out, you fucking like put them in a headlock or you fucking suplex them back into the water. Or you beat the shit out of them. Like, yeah, I wonder like, do they have teeth? Because uh, I have seen a couple of people get like I've seen those videos a couple of times and like some guys they can puncture you, but they're not gonna like once you get your hand in their craw, they're not gonna start gnawing that motherfucker off. But they have uh, they have shown people get uh, nibbled on, but I don't think it's anything too severe. Well, that makes me feel. Let's I mean, see. Just, just put your fist so far down his fucking throat, he can't bite you. It's National Strawberry Parfait Day tomorrow, strawberry. huh? Strawberry is the only fruit with the seeds on the outside. Okay. Just saying. Oh, huh. okay. I the mean, strawberry was made in '65 by a horticulturist. Go ahead. Uh, if you want to <laughs> fucking do strawberry factoid, I'm fine with that. Oh, I don't know. I was just uh, going, <laughs> going on a tangent. The other, let's see, what are the other days? Oh, natural! Tomorrow is National Chocolate Pudding Day on the twenty sixth. I could do some damage to some chocolate pudding. Oh yeah, I definitely can. I've I've eaten pounds of pudding. <laughs> <laughs> when we used to work, when we used to work at Food Emporium, or like the other day. No, like when we used to work at Food Emporium, I definitely ate two pounds of, of rice pudding before. I love a dump. Oh yeah, probably. I don't remember, but I I definitely definitely remember the because i remember eating it and i was like wow this is like a family pack <laughs> this is not uh and, then, and then he was like he was like i have a family so you know this is not for normies this is a family so i was like huh i just i just ate this whole thing i don't feel good about myself yeah let's see what's the uh 27 is a uh, a ice cream cake day i i do like me some ice cream cake uh, you know i love mom love me a fudge of the whale yeah but that's just ice cream 
there's a great debate of ice cream cake versus like is an ice cream cake just the ice cream shaped like a cake or is it the one that has to have ice cream and cake i would say it has to have ice cream and cake to be an ice cream cake so isn't a fudgy the whale just ice cream then no is it i don't think there's i i let's let's find out because i haven't had a fudgy the world in that long when when was my last birthday (laughs) no because the last like i would say five years miss fanboy been making you cakes yeah which is definitely up there with fudge of the whale there's definitely a battle for for which one of them reigns in my black heart but it's not black like uh it's it's a black forest heart (laughs) it's like a black forest cake in there (laughs) yes I, i i attest national orange blossom day uh, National Sunglass Day, and then on the 28th, it is Paul Bunyan Day. Yeah, these are kind of lame, so I'm just gonna gonna say let's uh, let's move forward. That was your lame. Uh, so there was a couple of things this week that happened, uh, and then there's also I shit maybe months ago I found like 10 different BuzzFeed links that I wanted us to talk about. So we have like maybe five more left. Uh, so I want to touch touch on one or two of them today in this episode. All right, I so, am ready. I'm just so, looking at seeing if there's any cake. If there's any actual cake in the fudge of the whale. Yeah, I'm definitely. I don't remember. Like I, I it doesn't make it less delicious for me. But I, it's. Uh, according to this, Carvel is the ice cream cake uh, made for any occasion with layers of vanilla and chocolate ice cream with chocolate crunchies, fresh whipped icing, confetti decorations. Yeah, there's no cake in there. It's just the crumble, the the basically the bootleg Oreos on top that makes it, you think it's cake, but it's not. It's just an ice cream shaped whale with icing. Yeah, it says uh, Fudgy the whale is a type of ice cream cake produced. So I guess it doesn't actually have cake in it. So it's just a uh, ice cream shaped cake. Uh, yeah. Well, here's another question then: Is a glass door a door, or is it a sliding window, or is it a window on a hinge? I mean, these are valuable thoughts like because i uh, i mean does it does it slide or does it open like a door i mean is it clear or is it frosted i don't think frosted makes the difference because it doesn't it doesn't sit in a door frame most glass doors don't it's just like a free-floating piece of fucking glass well no but the reason why i brought up the frosted is because if it's frosted then there's some form of privacy but if it's clear then i would consider it just a window but yeah, it's a chocolate and vanilla cake. I'm looking at it right now. Damn, does that look fucking scrumptious? There's cake inside. No, no, just chocolate ice, ice cream, cream and, and vanilla so stop ice cream. Stop saying cake. The fudge of the whale only has chocolate ice cream and vanilla ice cream with crunchies in the middle. And icing. Yes. But the door. What I was saying is, if there's if it's frosted and there's some form of privacy, I would consider that more of a door than I would consider if it if it looked like a door but it was clear. That seems like a sliding window or because there's but no it, privacy. Uh, but I would think that a door wasn't necessarily made for privacy. A door is to keep people out. That could also be it too. I don't and know. It, and it doesn't have a lintel above the door. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, and then, and in the case yeah. of an earthquake, they tell you to stand in a doorway because it's so strong because of the door frame. But would you stand in the in the door frame of a window door? No, because they tell you to keep away from windows. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a door. I think. I think we've. I think we've hit a conundrum. Yeah, it sounds like something that is uh, pretty brutal because I don't. I don't know. I, I I would consider it a door, but the same way we would consider a fudgy the whale ice cream cake. I mean, because it's not it, really a thing, but it is a thing in name. <laughs> it's acceptable. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, let's see the the BuzzFeed article that I was talking about. 
we're not going to go through all of them, but it says 55 facts that you probably never thought about, and now you won't be able to stop thinking. It's Fudge of the Weather Cake. <laughs> I mean, it goes with our, our theme so far that we have literally uh, been going over. So I'm going to scroll down to number three. It says, we do not check the refrigerator multiple times to find new food. We check to see if our standards have dropped enough to eat what is available. <laughs> uh, kind of, sort of. Not. I mean, the one that I always get is like, when you buy food, like you just come home from the supermarket and then you like, and order out. It. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that, that one's hit me a few times. Miss Fanboy's definitely uh, opened the fridge nine times to eat the same yogurt. Like that shit. I, like, she'll go to the fridge, look, go, eh, I don't want a yogurt. And then go sit back down, go to the fridge, look, maybe get a water. And then she'll do that like maybe five times or more than five times. And then eventually go, eh, I'll just have a yogurt. I'm not, I'm not one for peering into the, the depth of the fridge. When I go to, I go, I go with a mission. No, mom, mom used to hate that shit. When I would open the fridge and look in and then go, mom, I'm hungry. And she's like, oh, but there's this, this and that in there. And I'm like, I don't want that. And then when I would leave, then come back, look in the fridge. She's like, nothing magically appeared. Like, stop looking in the fridge again. Like, it's the same shit in there. Or trying to uh, see if the light turns off when you close the door. It does. <laughs> or making sure you didn't lock the cat in the fridge like that time that the cat got locked in the fridge. <laughs> I've definitely uh, had a fucking horse fly in the fridge before. Like, I saw him go in there, land, and I slammed the door, and I was like, fuck you. <laughs> Chill <laughs> you out. Yeah. <laughs> Did you give him the cold shoulder afterwards? Yeah, I was fucked. And then when I went in there, it was just laying on the floor. And I wondered if it was dead or just, like... Cryogenically frozen. <laughs> you know, you, you should have found out. Smush them up. No, no, that's that's too simple. You pick them up with like a, pick them up, put them on like a skewer or something, and then put them over the fucking fire on the stove and see if that warms his ass up. Yeah, I'm not a serial killer like you. That's some psycho shit. I ain't, I'm just not. A, I ain't not about no serial killer. So it's a fucking fly. You hold fucking all fly lives matter. No, but I mean, if you have, if you known anything from Rick and Morty, they might have a fly world like the snakes do. <laughs> Maybe they have they fly jazz. Buzz, 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 buzz. <laughs> that, that, that fly ain't paying no rent, so he ain't, he ain't in on this action. Well, back then I wasn't paying rent either. That's <laughs> why uh, you didn't get no say in the house. Yeah, sure. Number four. It must suck to be an air conditioner repairman. You spend your day working in buildings that have no air conditioning. When it's fixed <laughs> and finally cool, you have to leave. That sounds all right. I remember, Damn. I remember a long time ago. So we probably within the last ten years, Dad threw out an air conditioner that he had that was actually worked. One of the few times that it actually worked, and remember he threw it out because the some of the metal fins in the front were of it bent. Yeah, were bent, and he threw it out. And then the guy next door was like, "Oh, what happened with that thing? The air conditioner?" He was, I was like, "Oh, my dad threw it out because the fins were bent." And then he laughed. And he took it, and he put it in his window, and he had that shit for like five or six years, and might even still be the air conditioner that's in his window currently. What's funny is that they, when they lived up here, they left an air conditioner, and then I took it. Because <laughs> I asked the guy, the same guy next door, uh, I was like, hey, what's with this air conditioner? He's like, yeah, it, has, it was like an old-fashioned one. It had like wood panels. Uh, it was like the one like you crank it on or whatever. It was like a wood panel. It looked like very um, 60s, 70s. And I'll, he was like, nah, it's, some of the panels are broken. It looks ugly, blah, blah, blah. Like, all right. And when I moved in, I used it in the in the kitchen. Yeah. Is that some bitch work? All right, I'll take it. Well, no, it's also when I first moved in, uh, remember the um, two tenants before me or the tenant before me didn't, uh, they didn't cancel their light or gas. Mm. So for like the first six months, which when I moved in, it was September. 
um, we would I would run both air conditioners and didn't have a bill. So I would literally run them shits 24 hours and was like, fuck it. No one's paying for it. That guy was a bit of a bozo. Yeah. Because at one point they were going to shut off his gas. And then he was like, he was like, oh, um, you know, they're going to shut off my gas. So I was like, what I was like, pay the fucking bill. And then somehow he said, oh, but you, you were supposed to take care of it. I was like, I'm taking care of your gas? Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> why don't I just set that up for you, buddy, so I can, uh, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. So what happens in that situation? Does it like if, say the bill goes crazy high um, and his name is still on it, but he has proof he moved like it doesn't it fizzles. Right. Like it's uh, yeah, he's not going to have to pay for that. Because when, when I remember after I want to say like five, six months, um, I, I remember Con Ed reaching out like I, I think they reached out or wrote a like a, sent a letter to the second floor and was like. Uh, you know, dear tenant, blah blah blah. You haven't turned on your light. Like we're seeing activity. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, for some reason it's running twenty four hours a day, but nobody lives there. <laughs> yeah, it was legit. I was really nice. Granted, now I, think- I you know, I'm, I'm I'm still good. I I pay even if my my bill is thirty dollars, I still pay a hundred most of the year. Um, at least six or seven months of the year, and then December I don't pay any bill because you know Christmas I. I do that specifically so i could spend that on gifts and then during the summer like right now i have the air on the the fan is at the door and then all the windows are closed and then it just eventually just gets nice in the apartment and you know i don't i run it for a couple hours and then shut it off and then when i go to sleep at night i'll turn it on and then at like four in the morning i shut it off so I'm like all that throughout the year planning for it i don't really feel the burn uh, from running it but you know running two of them is a little different yeah I think, I think even though like they wouldn't charge us for the a bill of a tenant that left the that didn't pay out, they didn't pay an outstanding bill, but I think if your shit is high enough, they'll uh like Investigate. if you try to open up, <laughs> no like if you move some when you move somewhere else and you try to open up uh, an account in your name, they may catch you like that. But if it's high enough, uh, or it depends because I mean obviously we ain't never moved, so there I I don't foresee them not trying to get their money, but uh. They're not going to get their money out of us. Yeah. Number five is uh, security at every level of an airport is absolutely ridiculous. Until you get to the baggage claim, then it's just like, take whatever bag you want. (laughs) That's definitely true. It's because they don't give a shit. Well, I've never, I've actually never checked the bag. So you never had to wait at the the big ass carousel for the... Nope. Hell no. I, I bought a bag that is, fits every commercial airline in the overhead. And if I can't fit it in that and my book bag, I ain't bringing it. You know, like that, I, one, I, it's expensive sometimes, but, you know, just the process of say, say it takes, you know, two hours to get through the process, whatever the the timeline is, arbitrary time. If it's two hours, you have to go an hour before that to make sure you can check your bag and wait in that line. Then you have to wait in security and then you have to wait in the line until they fucking start to board. Then you have to wait in the line that's of your boarding party. And then when you get in the fucking plane, you got to wait in the line because people are still putting shit above head and you got to wait for them to move so you can get to your seat. So yeah. in, movie, in movies, when somebody's like, be in California tomorrow, 7 a.m. And it's like 4, 4.30 Friday, <laughs> me getting a flight out tonight. Eh. I, I mean, in, in theory, it all depends on the time that you're flying out. You Like, we could go to the airport right now and fly somewhere to another state. Like, it's not, it might not be booked or, or you know, fully booked. 
But when it when it comes to like you have to put a lot of time aside because when we went to Colombia, the I remember we had a I, I don't remember the time of the flight, but when we went to the first gate, they said, oh, your gate is moved. And it was like on the other side of the airport. So we walk all the way to the other side of the airport and they, you know, they're already boarding. So same thing when we were coming back from Colombia, when I landed in Bogota uh, from Cartagena, we went to Bogota and you have to go basically in in Colombia, since drugs are such a problem, you can't go from like in, in, in the States, if you get off the plane, right, you're inside, you get off the plane and across from you is the plane to go to Florida, just for example, you can walk right there and just get on that plane if you have your ticket. But in when you get from Cartagena to Bogota, you have to go outside, come back in through security like you're a new customer. Like literally have to walk out of the building. No, no, like, it, it's not literally. It, it's not like you, you're, you're when you land, you're out of the building, like you're outside, and then the trailway takes you around the building, and then it brings you into this, uh, like picture, um, like the Sixth Avenue line. Where you're just going through tunnels, basically of ramps, uh-huh. it's like that. So you, the the right side, you see a wall of glass, and you're literally walking by your plane, and you have to go all the way around, all the way, and go back through security. And then when we got through security, uh, the fucking plane was already boarding. And luckily, we got there like we still had an hour left, and the plane was boarding early. That's a that's a shit show if I ever saw it. Yeah, so like that's why even even when we went to Vegas. Our flight was like, uh, I think it was like seven in the morning, and I think we were there at like four thirty. I wonder, I wonder if they make it so difficult, like on purpose, or is it just a bureaucracy that just fucks it all up in the mouth? Well, a lot of it is safety, like the the safety, the security factor. Like I don't, I don't mind. I know a lot of people hate going through security. I don't mind it because. I feel like it's necessary. <laughs> I, I'm not like, oh man, you, you, what do you mean I can't fucking bring a, a a switchblade on the on the plane? Granted, they get a little crazy with with the uh, conditioner and shampoo, of, yeah, four ounces of liquid. Which I I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not against the extra security steps, but it just seems like uh, it seems like they're trying to pack a plane like they're trying to pack a fucking bus. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can yeah, pack a bus in, like, you know, 10 minutes. Everybody get the fuck on here. Throw your shit down here. But you would think there was a little bit more uh, nuance to getting on a plane. But they're kind of trying to pack it all in there as fast as they can and get the son of a bitch out so they can get the next shit. But it's kind of just like, hey, would you, you know, calm the fuck down for a few seconds? The the two things that always bugged me about plane and travel, one is they keep adding additional seats. Um, that's one thing that I, the, the worst plane I ever got on was in Bogota. That was the worst plane I've ever that had three rows of two seats and I was all the way on the left side and it's me and Mr. Fanboy. And not only was I crammed in a corner, but there's no there's no air conditioner. There's there's no TV in front of you. The only screen that you can see is on the wall. And that's literally showing the map of where you are. It's like we're over Jamaica. Like, who the fuck Uh cares? Um, And that was it. There was no like it, it, I remember trying to sleep like I took I took medication and I was in so much pain. I was trying to sleep and I couldn't sleep. I was uncomfortable. And every time I dozed off and woke up, I was like drenched in sweat. 
like I like I had malaria. Like I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was it was wild. Like I've never I've never been more uncomfortable on a fucking plane. In my life. It was it was brutal. It, they but that's because they had three rows. Um, the other the second thing that I hate is when planes when you hear the captain go, uh, we're 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 a little behind on time, um, so we're gonna fly at a faster speed. Uh, to get to our destination on time, motherfucker. Why are we ain't flying at that speed of, at the, in the beginning? Yeah, why are we ever? Ain't no well, traffic up there. The fuck? What? Uh, there is traffic up there. But no, but there's get... not. You know, fucking. There, there's no bike lane. <laughs> like, <laughs> why, why do they need to announce that? Like, what's the, big, what's, what's the big fucking deal? Just take off and just get get me where I gotta go, motherfucker. Don't. No. Taking off is optional, but landing. Motherfucker mandatory. My shit is like Florida, bro. Like, why are we going slow anyway? Like, why is that even an option? <laughs> why haven't we invented Star Trek teleporters yet? So I could just teleport somewhere. I mean, that's fun. always. <laughs> I think that's honestly that's why I love cruises so much because the cruises that leave from Jersey, you get off the cruise, you're exhausted. You could literally call a cab to your house. It's like a hundred bucks. You're good. I hate when like Atlantic City, fucking like you the get last, back to the bus terminal. Dude, the last last time we went. Because I haven't went to Atlantic City since, uh, I think, like, 2006. Uh, whenever we went to Vegas, that the year before that was the last Atlantic City. And since I have went to Vegas, I'm never going back to Atlantic City unless I get invited for something. Big, but I'm never going back for vacation. Uh, but I, I remember we check out of the room, 8 a.m. or 7 a.m. We get to the bus at 8 a.m. The bus doesn't come until 1 p.m. But you have to get there mad early to wait in line. And there's no seats. You got to stand in line. It's first come, first serve. People that don't even go to that hotel are there because all you need is a return ticket. It doesn't matter where you're, where you are, where you dropped off. None of that shit matters. And then when you wait all that time, you wait like four or five hours. The bus shows up late and then there's no guarantee you're going to sit together. That's another thing. There's no guarantee that you're going to even get you know, on. Yes. There's no guarantee you're going to get on. And when we get on, then it's it, it drives for a little bit. It stops at uh, another spot. It lets people off, and then it drives you to uh, to Port Authority. So now from Port Authority, you got to jump on a, 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 an A train, and then the L train, and then home. So I, like fuck that, dude. I, I remember the last time I went, I was like, I really wish I could just teleport home. Like I do not want to go through all the like. I was looking at black car services. I was like, oh, can I just fucking get a car or something to pick me up? And back then, I didn't have, I, you know, I fucking... Uber money? No, yeah, I didn't have, like, I was, we went out there with, like, 300 bucks to spend. Like, it wasn't, we did not have money. But, think, I, oh, think if tele- I think if uh, teleporters get invented, I think people, who, there'd be that swath of the population who wouldn't want to use them because they're, uh, you know... Unsafe? Yeah, but yet, you know, then there's the smart people using them constantly, and then the dummies are like... You talking about anti-teleporters? <laughs> <laughs> Anti-teleport? Uh, but yeah, I, I that's the worst part about vacations. The coming home, like, you, you had such a fun time, and then now you have to deal with all the fucking headaches of travel. So, like, a cruise is just amazing, because you just get off, take a cab home... Get out the fucking cab and you're home. That's it. It's just one ride. That's it. that's it. If if that did become a viable technology, let's say like 20 years from now, somehow they fucking invented it. Would you take it? Hell yeah, I try it. Hell yeah, D- especially if it's something like you know NASA has proven that it worked. 
I'm not going to yeah. be the first motherfucker testing it, but I'll <laughs> fucking turn me inside out like Galaxy oh, Quest. No, I, no know, but, but like, like, that. They, they, like they prove it. They prove it right. Like, yeah. They prove that it works. And they, they were testing it for like, you know, a couple of years and shit. It's like, right, they're putting is- it like into the population, like where people can take it. Hell yeah. yeah. Why not? I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily bother me. But then what about like that one time out of like the 185,000 first people, one person gets blown up. I mean that that's it's like that with planes or or buses or cars. Dude, think about it. How many planes you got you got sixty-two teams in baseball. <laughs> you know me. I mean you preach it to the choir. I already the statistical possibility of you getting into a car wreck is astronomical. No, no, I, that's not even talking about. George Costanza said he asked a, a a famous Mets player, he said, How come no baseball team was ever just wiped off the map? And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, all the teams that fly, 162 games, the amount of planes that each team takes, how come no team ever in history was just wiped off the map? Like, just the whole team died in a crash. Planes are really safe. No, but what I'm saying is, like, there's always that chance that you could be in that one, that fucking crazy astronomic, you know, number where you got hit with a meteor and it fucking blew you up or some shit. Or you died in a blimp watching accident. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's legitimately, it can happen. Uh, but I think the teleportation thing is is something that I don't think we'll ever see it. So I think that's nah. that's why I'm not, you know, afraid of it because i never seen it. But potentially, you know, who knows? What if it, it is? And then they're like, yeah, just step in this room and you'll fucking land somewhere else. You know, then maybe if the technology is there, maybe I'll puss out. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't think we'll ever. I don't think we'll see that technology for like a couple hundred years, or 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 really advanced technology. But I mean, it might be worth. It. I mean, I can imagine what it would take to, like, how they would market that. Like, there's only like, I mean, they'd have like start building a network. Like, they have one that can go from like you know New York to like California. Imagine the size of the line. Or how much? Like how much would the ticket cost? You know. But anyway, let's go to the next fact because we can talk about. Well, in theory, it would be cheaper. Now, hell no, but you know, if, if once a corporation schmops in and owns that shit... Amazon be teleportation? Like, teleportation yeah. prime? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fucking, uh, you know, $8,000 a fucking ticket. and Instead of two-day shipping, uh, you get two-minute travel. Yeah, and then, and then if, if you become a prime member, you get free, you get instant travel. Otherwise, you got to stand in the box for a couple of minutes. So you get priority boarding and shit. No, as soon as you get in the box, there's mad ads and you got to wait in a minute until you can, <laughs> until it teleports you. That's that's the YouTube box. You can't, yeah. you, you can't click past them. But thank you for writing with you the, teleport. You yeah. port. The, the, no, nah, it's too much like Newport cigarettes. You got to... <laughs> If Apple came out, it's iPort. <laughs> Number six was, there is no physical evidence to say that today is Wednesday. We all just have to trust that someone has kept count since the first one ever. Uh, I mean, technically, there is no real days or time or anything. That's all just a construct of man. So all right, I don't want to get That's a little too deep for our <laughs> podcast. Uh, number, <laughs> number seven... Time is an illusion. Yeah, it's a little too fucking deep. Uh, number seven is the first person who inhaled helium must have been so relieved the effects were. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that would be wild. Yeah, also, like, what made you, you know, suck that in? It, it, helium gets uh, comes from the earth and it gets mined. So probably they were mining and something like that happened. And like, but how do you pinpoint that? <laughs> Everybody's just like, "Hello." <laughs> they probably had to take air. They take air quality samples out of mines and stuff like that. So once that happened, 
they probably sent in a scientist or two to fucking figure out what the fuck is going on in there. Talk like Mickey? Yeah. Uh, number eight is gummy worms have more bones in them than actual worms. I guess because technically gummy worms are the jelly comes from bone. Yeah, b- bone marrow or something. Yeah, like something like that. Same reason why, remember, Bubblicious has bones in it or gum. Gum has like whale blubber or something. Like, not whale blubber, but it was like something <laughs> in the 90s that they like kids used to say. I, I, the only thing I, I always fervently remember was that Tropical Fantasy was Sperm Killer. They, yeah, that that too. That, that's why and, so and Malta cheap. was an abortion drink. <laughs> I mean, it fucking tasted like it. I remember they used to tell me that. Yo, if you ever get a girl pregnant, just give a hot Malta. I was like, yo, what the fuck does that do? It's like, yo, it takes care of it. <laughs> if you think about the early 2000s, how stupid. <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. Number nine. The movie industry considers you to be an adult when you're 17 to see an R-rated movie. But they conveniently lower that age to 13 when they're deciding who pays adult ticket price. So if you're over 13, you have to pay adult prices? I would assume under 18 is... Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, that, that might sound about right. It's fucking doesn't make... Because it doesn't make much sense. Number number 10 is imagine how rich you would have had to been... Had to be 200 years ago to have music playing in the background while you cooked them. So, like, a live band? <laughs> Yeah, because I don't think there was recorded music. Uh... Somebody with a lute or something just <laughs> busting <laughs> it out. Let's see. College students are simultaneously stereotyped for not getting enough sleep or for sleeping all uh, Number 12, it's it's weird to think that nighttime is, an, is the natural state of the universe and daytime is only caused by a nearby radiating ball of... Fair enough. Dude, it's, it's just thinking about like actual darkness... Like I remember looking off the cruise while we were while we were going, and I'm looking out there, and you see like just the waves crashing, pitch black. And I remember looking out there on the balcony, and I was like, "Yo, I'm dead! Like, just kill me! Just let me drown!" Because I not only am I terrified of the ocean, but if it, it was like some Titanic shit, yeah, I'm d- just I'm dead. That's it. Just just let me go. Don't even don't even try. Just just let me die. Because. <laughs> I'm gonna be so terrified of I'm I'm terrified of the ocean. If you go over, you you don't want me to dive in after you. I mean, you could if you want, but it's it might be a lost cause. <laughs> Are you not scared of the ocean? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure if you fall off a cruise ship, you're probably no 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 not cruise. I'm talking about ocean, like walk into the ocean, not fucking. Oh yeah, I'm not a fan. That many not, feet I'm, up. I'm not an ocean fan. I'll I'll avoid that some bitch if I if I can. But don't uh, you want to swim with sharks? Yeah, but you don't got to go to the motherfucking ocean to do that. What, pool sharks? Yeah. <laughs> like in the Caribbean, like in like a shallower kind of water with, with nine. I'm not talking about going, I'm not going diving with fucking great whites. I mean, like maybe off the, like, the coast of South Africa where the, where the sharks jump out of the water. Like I would do something like that, but I'd be shitting a brick half the time. But if it was like, oh, this is open ocean, we're going to jump in and swim with some sharks or some whales and they get the fuck out of here, I suck my dick. You might be better off doing the that boat it's like a, a small yacht that has the cage attached to it. And then yeah, you, just, you jump down yeah, and get in the like, cage and then they drop the cage. Yeah, something um, more safe, but I'm not I ain't fucking just like fucking say more safe. Like he like they can't get to you in there. This is not Jaws, bro. Motherfucker shark pull the pull the bar out and use it to fucking pick his teeth. <laughs> Besides once he gets once he gets a bite of my blubbery ass, he ain't gonna want it. I mean, I, I'm good, man. I, I, I wouldn't even say your blubbery ass. Once he sees that you keep shitting yourself, <laughs> I think he'll, he'll be like, all right, this is dirty. <laughs> Considering the wicked dumps I had this week, yes. A different version of you exists in the minds of everyone who knows you. Let's skip that one. 
Making a typo in an online argument is the equivalent of your voice cracking in a verbal argument. That <laughs> yeah, is definitely true. Soon as you stutter, that's it. You fucked. I've, I've been catching people that with that shit my whole life. You hit them with a jab, and soon as they're like, oh, you stutter? <laughs> Shut it down. I hate to spend $6.50 on six pieces of raw chicken, but don't hesitate to spend $5 on one chicken sandwich. I mean, that's convenience, though. Yeah, I mean, they're doing the work for you, and it's probably finger-licking good. Given how bad body fluids and human waste smell, our skin has to be really good at blocking. I mean, mine isn't. <laughs> got stank skin. There's probably a tree somewhere out there now that is growing the wood for your coffin. Ooh, that's... <laughs> Unless you go to Coffin Depot when it's already ready to dead. Or you're going to be, you know, uh, burned alive or deep fried or something. Kids in the future will probably be impressed that some watches don't need to be charged. <laughs> that's kind of funny. <laughs> we already have those watches. No, it's saying that they won't need to be charged. Like, if I got if kids have an Apple Watch and they're like, wait... You don't need to charge your Rolex? <laughs> like, no, uh, it's it's analog. It's, it's fucking, well, you know, it's it's not, it's good. It's, uh, what the fuck is it called? The uh, motion. Well, you, no, you got to wind them eventually. But there is, a, there is a watch out there that you wear it in with, like, the motion of your body and stuff like that. Yeah, it, that's. It, it keeps you going. My watches okay. are like that. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. Move, move, movement activated. Like, you, you move and it starts to go back up again. I just can't remember what it's called. A dog will never share his food with you, but if you don't share your food with him, he'll start questioning your entire relationship. <laughs> the Tricks Rabbit can afford all of those disguises, but he can't go to the store and buy a box of tricks. He's got money for fake mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Think of a point in history. You had an ancestor living at that point, no matter what. Some of these are just kind of silly. Yeah, a little bit. I'm gonna scroll down. Scroll let's, down. Let's go back to time is an illusion and and break no, brain. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> are you are you scared? <laughs> reality shows. <laughs> reality shows have nothing to do with reality. I've never really cared for most uh, like contest reality shows. It does never really. I like the cooking one. Yeah, but I, I mean, there is some good stuff in them. But I still think it's it's still definitely condensed down for a television at, at some point. Everything's fake, man. Including time. You'll do more handwritten essays in high school than in your in any professional. No, nah, I don't know about all that. I mean, writing is just gone. Like most people, just don't write anymore. Like people well, at my job find it weird that I carry a notebook. They're like, oh, dude, just take take notes in your phone. Like physically, write? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it's easier. For me. People born yeah. on January first are the only people that maintain one age for the whole year. I don't get it. Because if you're, I was born on June twenty seven. And I'll be 32, but in, after January 1st next year, I'll still be 32. If you're born on Jan, if you turn 32 on January 1st, next January 1st, you're 33 in a new year. Most people are this are one age for two years, like half half of one year, half of the other year. If you're born, <laughs> so yeah, time is an illusion. <laughs> yeah, I think you're breaking my fucking head. Now. You're you're born on September, uh, September 19, uh -huh. right? September 19th, say you turn 38, right? Okay, I did, yes, last year. <laughs> so, you, so you turn 38. Next September 19 is the following year, and you're 39, right? So yeah. in 2022, you'll be 39. If your birthday is on January 1st in 2020, for, for one whole year, you're still the same age. Maybe no. I'm not maybe I'm not explaining it right. <laughs> I, I, people born on January one are the only people that maintain one age for the whole year. You don't maintain the same age for one whole year. No, I think what they mean is 
that for the for January first to January thirty first, year one age, that span, like for the literal sense of the entire year, you so are. So am, that I, am age. I thinking of it as I'm retarded? Is that it? Is yeah. am I just okay? Then I'll I'll take the L. Then maybe maybe someone listening will understand because I I lost myself after trying to explain it. I think uh, I think you went fucking cross eyed on that. Well, hit. no, because the way I'm looking at it, if I'm thirty two in June. In 2020, when January 1st comes, I'm 32 in 2022. No, I, I just think I mean the literal, the literal whole year. Because January 1st to December 31st, you're X number of age. And then when January 1st of the next year hits, you change. So I think it means in the literal sense, not no, no but aren't you, aren't you the Aren't you one age for technically two separate years? No. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, technically, that's, yeah, you're... I'm not saying, old, like, whole 12-month span. What I'm saying is if you're born in September in 2020, in January, you're a new age in a new year. If you're born in yeah. January, you're a new age in a new year every every birthday. Yeah, something like that, like, like a baseball season or a sports season. All right, forget that it, man, forget it. I'm, I'm retarded or you retarded. One of us is retarded, and I don't know which one. I'm pretty sure it's me. All right, how about this one? no. <laughs> the only the only two days in your life that are not full days are the day you're born and the day you die. That's heavy. <laughs> Time is an illusion. <laughs> Any anything that goes wrong at a yogurt company is a culture problem. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, Santa Claus knows exactly where all the evil people are in the world, but doesn't do anything about it. <laughs> so he's like what God. <laughs> what uh, I mean. I mean, we have a t- technically Santa brings. It's supposed to be for all the, the for the kids. So here's I one mean, for you. All right. Death is a paradox. It makes everything meaningless, while it also gives meaning to everything. Yes, death is the ultimate strive for. Every everything is inevitable. Everything is everything is going to end. But yet we we struggle against it in more ways than one. Knowing full well we can't stop it. Your eyes are never actually off. All you do is use eyelids as curtains, where your eyes are always seeing. All right, fair enough. Imagine you didn't have eyelids. You're kind of freaky. Yeah. The last one is, if you're still pretty young, chances are you still haven't met the majority of people who who will attend your funeral. Uh, I think I have. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm going to meet that many more people in my life. Uh, well, ac- according to Seinfeld, you don't... Uh, if you're like 25 or 30 or something... And you have a bunch of friends. Those are the friends. That's it. You're not. You're not recruiting. You're not hiring. You're not. You're not looking for more. You don't want to meet anybody. You don't want to start at 35 trying to make a friend. Yeah, I definitely not see myself uh, tagging in some new friends. I mean, I don't mind meeting new people. I'm just not gonna like. I, I just have a thing where it's like you have to earn the right to come to my or, or be friends outside of work. I, I mean, I think in today's digital age, it doesn't really even matter in that sense because you can. You know, have friends on WoW that you interact with and talk to every day. What would you consider them friends, though? I mean, you can. I guess it depends on what you consider a friend. Yeah, that's by the person's own definition. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like your closest friends are the people who you know, like always there for you. Like the 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 people who's the close, like maybe the people who've seen you like cry or something like that. That's like a special a special brand (laughs) because most people wouldn't wouldn't do that. I mean, I don't know. You cry all the time. I don't cry. I mean, you might say you don't cry. I got man sweat that comes out of my eye. Like, yeah. that happened this week twice. I had man sweat. Like a bitch. Um, my thumb does not deserve that. <laughs> thumbs up? I can get it up there, but it's... Thumbs up in the chat? <laughs> it's, um, it's fucking swollen. So, the, a couple a couple more things to go over this week. Well, the last thing. Uh, Rick and Morty. So, season five opened 
this week, which a couple of reasons why I'm annoyed at Rick and Morty, and they can suck my dick for a second before I talk about their episode. Uh, the fact that HBO Max doesn't have ep- season one or episode five, reverse that, season five, episode one, they don't have it have it yet, uncensored or at all. That's a suck I, my I, dick I, moment. That um, might not be Rick and Morty's fault, though. Well, no, I, I mean, they're that. taking it. They're taking it out. Uh, and then two... The drop in season one one episode a week is like suck my dick, bro. Get with the times. You're just an old dear. No, it's just I like to like Rick and Morty suck is it. so like, short. Pop it off. Yeah, I know. If yeah, it was I an was hour, close. it'd be different. If it's an hour, I don't mind waiting a week. But fucking that shit is like a nineteen what twenty two minute episode. Yeah, basically. I mean, but, don't get me wrong. I, I by the time they really get revved up, that shit is over. over? Just Jesus. imagine how much gets cut out and clipped at the end of the day, but. I do agree. I wish the episodes were longer, but I've... I don't know. I, I don't mind one a week. Uh, it gives me something to look forward to. I just... That's something. I, I just really like Rick and Morty, and it sucks when you gotta wait that fucking... And then the fact that I pay HBO Max so I could get uncensored fucking Rick and Morty, and then I had to watch it on Hulu, not only with commercials like a savage, but then with, <laughs> with fucking sensory... Uh, I'm glad they put it up on uh, Adult Swim on YouTube. That was great that they put it up on Censored. Still annoyed. All right, now I digress. Let's. Uh, so they. So the episode dropped, and this is kind of a a standalone episode, if you will. This isn't I think really... most of it. Most of the episodes are, are standalone uh, per se, but definitely, it's definitely. Uh... It does. It didn't. It didn't. I don't know. Rick and Morty doesn't hit like normal premieres. You know what I'm saying? Like the big premiere is this big, huge thing that kicks off the story arc for like you know the season and stuff. And like Rick and Morty doesn't have that. So well, I, I think this one kind of had it a little bit because the it, it explains not only it talks about Rick's nemesis, but it also he brings up his wife and like you rarely hear about his wife and stuff like that. Uh, but. The the one thing I will say is that it this was a dark episode. How dark was it? Like if you if you think about how fucked up it is that that guy has a, a pregnant wife, all that shit, they go through a portal and then he comes back and everybody's <laughs> dead. <laughs> I was like, God damn, that's dark. Everybody dead, he lost everything. Uh but the, wor- the worst part, yeah. it was only it was only seconds, maybe a minute tops, and he came back and like, you know, what's well, a minute years, to him uh, through the portal, right? Like when you go after uh, when you outside the portal, it's a minute. But when you go into their world, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. however long. I don't think they said how long it was. They just kind of showed a lot of time no, passing. Yeah, yeah it just it, it's it's it was whatever they needed it to pass to fuck up the fuck up the story. But the funny thing about it was that so then like it kicks off when he the first guy uh, the first let's, guy let's comes go into through. the opening. Let's go All into right. the opening. Like how did it open? Uh, Rick and Morty were stranded on a random ass planet. And they were seeing there were with giant crystals floating around that apparently were showing other realities, and there was a whole bunch of them. And one of the things I was I, I was disappointed in, and also say that this this Rick and Morty, that's not Rick, uh, that's not C one thirty seven Rick. Uh, I don't think it is because uh, there's a huge speculation that every episode is a different Rick dimension. and Morty. Yeah. Yes. And I think that this sort of proves that because one of the crystals that they show in the background is from season one, uh, I think like episode three, the episode or episode two where, where they go inside Mr. Goldenfold's dreams with the Dream Inceptor. And when Rick opens up a shirt, he has uh, bottles of soda as like a dynamite vest or something like that. And they show that scene 
So suggesting that that happened, either that happened in another reality or it's happened before, but in different realities, or that might not have been them. And nobody, I watched a couple of videos of like, you know, Easter egg breakdowns and stuff you missed. And nobody pointed that out that that's from, that's literally pulled from a different season. And I'm like, why the fuck is nobody noticing this? Am I the only fucking putz? Uh, I mean, I, I didn't notice it, to be honest, but... It's, it's deep I, in the I, background. You have to, like, pause to fucking find it. it. It would definitely make sense that basically every episode of Rick and Morty is like the interdimensional cable, where it's just the most random shit, which I, I, I don't mind if that is the case eventually, but it, it, it opens what while they're escaping... They're about to die, and Rick is, like, all fucked up. And Morty, you know, sacks up, and he's like, I'm going to get you out of here. Um, because eventually, they're like, he's, you know, they're like, all right, we're dead. He pulls the steering wheel off of the fucking thing. And then he calls Jessica to basically tell her, like, I wish we had more time. And she, uh, randomly now, she wants to date him, which uh, I, I'll i get, get to that later. Remind me about that. But she wants to date him now, so he finds the will to, to live. <laughs> Uh, he, pulls lands it out. Him, he lands him on the ocean, which they're not supposed to land on the ocean because of uh, what's his name, Mr. Nimbus. Yes, Mr. Nimbus. Mr. Nimbus is Rick's arch enemy, who's also a sexualized Aquaman Namor, uh, Namor hybrid. No, who, he's a what do you call him? A, a stone dick killer. <laughs> yeah, he's like a hybrid of them, but also like swings his big ass bulge around. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so they that that's how it, it pretty much opens, and I th- overall, like they, you know, they get back to the house, and Rick is more annoyed than usual, and he's like taking out all his frustrations out on Morty because of Morty landing on the the water, and you know, Nimbus comes in and he wants to do like a peace treaty with him, and he rolls in on like a, a sea chariot, basically like any any funny sea creature that like. If you thought of man, what happens if like Aquaman from the cartoon or the dude that lives on the water and can't get out of the water, like what would his what would his car look like or what would his you know he has like sharks as the horses on the carriage, um you know like it, he's it, it basically was just every to me every trope of like a sea creature guy, <laughs> and then even they uh, even the headlights were octopuses uh, and their eyes lit up and there was even like another octopus above it holding something. And then what makes that seem more funny was that, like, when the water splashes, somehow it's always this little wave that's following this guy around. And there's, like, uh, I guess eels. And when you watch, he's actually stepping on the eels as if they made, like, a little bridge for him to step on. Like, he can't step on the land. Or, like, he's too good for it. And then when he gets out of the carriage, you notice he takes off, like, four cloaks. And he's fucking chucking them left and right. And then when the scene cuts, you see them on the floor. It's funny. It's like, what the fuck, bro? Like, why? And each one was mad different. They weren't even like different color. They were literally different. So they put a lot of funny little details into this guy. He he was definitely a weird, uh, like a weird character. Uh, the the first weird thing that you see from him is he's basically wants to have a threesome or says he's gonna have a threesome with uh, Jerry, uh, Jerry and, and Beth. Beth. But he he controls the cops, and they're like, in my head, I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? And the police come, which Rick, uh, whoever wrote that line for Rick saying, like, we're white people, that was funny because <laughs> it shows the cops show up really fast and shows a lot of what's wrong in the U.S. But the, the cops show up and he's like, you know, fight. And then he's like, fuck. And it, I, like, I, I'm so glad they didn't, like, go too far because I really thought 
they were going to go for it, and these cops were going to start boning on the lawn. Well, um, they started humping and humping and shit like that. Yeah, so. but then he, you know, tells them go, uh, and then that's when the chick comes, uh, Morty's, uh, the girl that Morty Jeff. wants to bang. Uh, Jessica. Jessica, she comes and she's like, we're, we're cops about to have sex on your lawn. Uh, did you did you notice that when Mr. Nimbus goes inside, he touches Jerry's dick? And her ass. Yeah, yeah. He fucking yeah. totally copped the feel like right off the bat. And He's then, a sexually assaulter. <laughs> yeah. And then what I was thinking was maybe one of the reasons they became arch rivals is uh, as a reference to the end when Beth and Jerry uh, show up at his at his. Do you think room. he fucked Rick's wife? I think he had a no. I think he had a threesome with him and Rick, with Rick and his wife. So maybe something happened there, and, and Rick didn't like that shit because that dude did have packing was packing a big fucking bulge like that no, was I, nobody's business. I was hoping that he just banged Rick's wife, like she cheated on him, or he used his power to bang her to get back at Rick. Uh, I, mean, I thought uh, that would have been funnier. Or if he if he fucked Beth, that's also funny. Namor was always trying to get Susan Storm in the uh, in early Fantastic Four comics. He was trying like, to make he, a wet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was trying to drown that pussy, but well, Nimbus has it yeah. on both of them. <laughs> Nimbus's crotch game is uh, yeah legendary. What's, what's funny is that when Rick and Morty does something like that, when they draw stupid shit like that in, it's just so big, so prominent. Like every which way that guy moves, you see his balls move with him. Yeah, and they do that with like dick, a lot of dick-oriented things. Like they're just so like focusing on like, hey, this is the dick, like. I don't know. They, they just they really know what they want to do, and they they, they love to fucking fucking so, do it. So while while Nimbus and Rick are at having dinner for the peace treaty, they show before Nimbus gets there, Rick has two crates of wine that he says this needs to be aged because like basically Nimbus has like you know high standard for for aged wine. So he opens this portal or this door, and he throws the wine in there, and he leaves it there, and then that's when you realize that. Anything that goes in that door, on that side, it's it's a long time. And on your side, in in Earth, it's not. Um, so when Rick is pissed off at Morty for landing on the, on the ocean, he tells Morty, hey, go get the wine. Don't fuck it up. And when Morty goes through, there's a gentleman there that is like, hey, uh, strange. Like, he's, you know, very nice and polite. Um, and he's like, hey, you want me to help you with that? And he's like, sure. Thank you very much. I needed this. And you see the guy's pregnant wife and... You know, he has like he has it all like he's he's a happy man and he goes through the portal and, you know, he drops the wine. And Morty says, thank you. And then the guy goes back through and his wife's a fucking skeleton. The whole scene is dark and his kid is there and he's like, I've been waiting for you. dad," And he fucking kills him. Uh, so er, like basically every time the side story, every time Morty goes through that door or portal, either. The, the more people were dead over the time and like whoever was left it, left, it became like a legend of the evil Morty. Um, or when he went in there with guns and he started killing people, he left his glove, uh, like it, what, what was that, like a gravity glove or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he leaves his glove, which if you know from any other type of movie like this. That's how uh, it goes down. <laughs> yeah, any, any type of movie like this, it basically turned into Terminator where... They, like he has to go back in time. Like they even did Terminator tropes where they're training the the one kid because he's the chosen one to to take out Morty and uh, go through the portal. But there was there was, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of references and stuff like that. Like when they were drawing out all the uh, the iconography of the of the people. 
like you kept seeing the the like the ancestors in the backgrounds and on like yeah. tapestries and pictures. They did a really good job of keeping stone, that. Yeah, stone, like they, stone they, statues. Yeah, they carved it into even like when uh, Morty gets one of his teeth knocked out and he loses his hair in one of them. Uh, at the end in the technology one, you see the hair and the teeth on in like little jars behind them and stuff. So they really kind of uh, held on to it. But it's kind of funny the way they built they built this whole society around that one thing. And I think where, where it's really striking is the, the second time he goes back, the son that killed the father in like the previous scene is an old man now. And he has yeah. three sons. And so, you know, you would assume he's lived, you know, a, a long, a full life. And when he, when he dies, they're like, Oh, we never believed you. And like the sons were kind of like teenagers. So if you think about it, like he saw, he, he interacted with Morty, you know, you know, 40, 50, 60 years ago. Now he's an old man. Imagine what it was like just those minutes, you know, like his whole lifetime saying that and nobody believed him until the bitter end. Well, yeah. Cause it's also, they also have like a cult. It, it almost looked at like, you know, some things that happen in our world now of, you know, there's a certain amount of people that don't believe it. There's a certain amount of people that do believe it, but when they talk about it, they sound crazy. Even though they could be right, they still sound crazy uh, and like you, it, it felt like there was a lot of, a lot of scammers, uh, like one of the, th- that group of people that was like, I didn't even believe it myself, uh, you know, until he comes. But the the main thing was Morty was the bad guy in this world. And they kept showing this a world, this world evolve. It really reminded me of the two things. It reminded me of that one episode in Invincible with the robots coming through the portal and then going back, evolving, coming back, like they get smarter and then uh-huh. it, it also reminded me of uh, that Futurama episode uh, when mankind like, was enslaved by a giraffe. Like, it reminded me of that shit. Like, every time they keep, like, showing random new shit um, and they evolve so far, the, the, the people evolve so far, but they started out with, like, a catapult and they built a wall around the spot that the door normally opens. Um, yeah, it was, it, was definitely, it was definitely really cool. It, it also proved that Sometimes you don't need Rick for a funny side story. Oh, yeah, and not just that, but I think I think they've done a good job of building Morty's character. Of all the characters in the show, I think Morty has had the best character like growth uh, since the first season because who he was in the first season is clearly not who he yeah, is. Yeah, he was a pussy. In, in he this, was he was in this in this pussy. season. And then I think Rick uh, Rick still falls into his own trap of like. When, when Morty lands in the ocean, instead of saying, oh, shit, you saved us, it's more like, no, you fucked up by landing us in the ocean. Like, Rick always has a thing, no matter what it is, like, oh, you landed us in the ocean. Like, what? when the fuck did that become a thing? Or, like, Rick always has those, like, like one of those, like... It's never like, good enough. <laughs> no, no, not that it's not good enough. Like, you should know. Like, that's always, like, you should know. Like, when people... That's common you, sense. You know, <laughs> yeah, like that. Like, that's that's rick's thing so it's it's kind of funny that you know rick rick has stayed on track but even then i think rick kind of folds a little bit at the end when they're when they're pulling uh morty and jessica back into the portal and rick shows up and he was like oh he's like rick i fucked up and he's like yeah that's what you do like like maybe rick is willing to willing willing to accept morty for who he is in a sense and just be a dick but be a dick about it because fucking dick so so for that scene i actually was a little disappointed like i wanted I wanted Rick to have a, a bigger arc of like, he hears Morty screams and he goes and he's like, fuck this. I'm going to go help him. And 
you know, granted, he does something similar. He goes, he helps him, but then he gets his ass kicked. Um, and then, you know, uh, Nimbus comes to save them with his mighty bulge. But <laughs> I, I, I would have preferred, like, Rick saved the day. And then they do the whole thing of, like, you know, I fucked up. And he's like, it's okay, Morty. Like, I, I, I want... I don't know. For some reason, when I watch these seasons, they kind of draw you in with some of the writing that Rick and Morty are a lot closer or Rick actually cares. And then when they go to a new season, it's like it starts over again. It's like a it's it's like a fucking um, emotional, like a emotional Groundhog's Day. Like it, it just you, you can't you know, you can't stick with it. Like I I love when Rick is an asshole, but then he shows he loves him. And that is prominent in that episode where. They break time, and he has to fucking he save sacrifice himself to put the collar on Morty. Remember when he's yeah. like, "Fuck you, God! <laughs> God doesn't exist." <laughs> Not today, God. And yeah, then, uh, that that episode and, like that proves uh, that well, you know that proves he loves him. I I think in the earlier episodes they alluded to it more, like when 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 Morty gets raped by Mister Jellybean, and then Rick fucking blows him away. They've alluded to it, but I I, I think. I, and the way I think about it is more like since Morty is technically getting older, he's becoming he Rick I think thinks of him more as a as a pain in the ass because he's becoming more of an adolescent. So I think that's why Rick kind of turns and gives him the business more so often than not. But I think if push came to shove, I think Rick would sacrifice a lot. Uh, yeah, I think Morty. so too. I I think so too. But I, I'm also I, I also laugh that they involve Summer now where. Summer's like the trusted one, kind of, and Rick sends yeah. her on a side mission to steal Nimbus's fucking horn, which that doesn't work out. Uh, well, when 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 Summer is suiting up, and she she says to Bassender, she's like, she's like, let's lick tits, and, and then yeah. was like, I don't like that. And then they were, they were going around. That shit was going around all week. That was like that's her new catchphrase. Let's lick tits, and it, it was it's just so out of left field. But you know what? I think that's that's a uh, I. I think that that's Rick just using Morty because, like, when when he's negotiating with Nimbus, Nimbus brings up someone named Kyle. Yeah, the original. And, <laughs> and 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 you have no idea who that is, and and there's it leads you to the leads you down that hole of like. Is Morty the first? <laughs> yeah, not only is Morty the first, is that his first Morty? Because there's also early on in Rick and Morty in the earlier seasons, uh, the first time they meet the Citadel of Ricks. Rick Robot tells Morty. Morty, no. Rick tells Morty, uh, "Hey, uh, he was like, uh, Rick, 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 Morty's like, oh, I saved you." And Rick was like, "You know, don't get too big for your shoes, or whatever it is." He was like, uh, "You know, like an older Morty is a pain in the ass." And he's like, "What do you mean?" And he was like, "Nothing. I'll tell you like someday later." So it suggested that like what the, some of the fan theories are is that since Morty hasn't aged at all, and in this episode has said. I haven't been to a full week of school in years. If Morty was just getting into high school when he met Rick, or when Rick comes back, Morty should be close to theoretically graduating. So the question is, does Morty actually grow up? And then, like, does Rick travel back in time? Does Rick reset all of their ages? Is there some huge thing that Rick keeps doing? Because he's always so prepared for every eventuality, you know, because Rick stopped time that time. Or, or <laughs> one of the comments he made during when they were arguing in the kitchen uh beth and jerry were arguing and morty had dropped the wine 
And he was like, or it was or a little bit before that, but Rick was like, there's a cyanide uh, capsule in all in your, your teeth. teeth. Yeah. yeah. He's like, do it what you will. And then somebody made a comment like, yo, how the fuck did Rick get that in there? Like, Rick does all this whacked out shit all the fucking time, and nobody, nobody's the wiser. Well, I, I, I get the whole thing about Morty not aging. I also would throw some of that to TV show. You know how they do on sitcoms where, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, that. But I will say but, there is a chance that when Morty, when any Morty reaches a certain age, he, I, I would see it as when Morty's like 18 or 19, he wants to do his own thing. So he leaves Rick. So I could see Rick either killing him, go or going, over. And yes, and keep going to like, Go into the past, grab a Morty, or go to another planet, grab a Morty, and then start over because it's either that or Morty does like Morty dies at a certain point and Rick can't handle it, so he keeps going back, you know, uh, to this certain point where he has a Morty and then keep reliving it. So Morty doesn't age, but Rick does. Uh, I mean, that that would sound like a, a good story because that makes it makes more sense because Rick says that he doesn't respect time travel, even though he he can produce it. So I, it it would seem like Rick would take the more complicated route of like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna go like make a new clone, like Morty dies or Morty leaves him, so he kills him and reclones him or or puts that Morty in storage somewhere, a 19 year old Morty, and then just pulls out a clone of Morty, you know, whatever. Like the, or he has that. a Jerry daycare for Morty, something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But or, well, I mean, I, or I would even say like a clone farm of Morty because he has referenced Morty dying before. But I, so, I, so so my my biggest thing is if the end of this whatever season they finish right if it's season ten twenty whatever it is the ending you have to redeem Rick so no matter what it it can't be hey like Morty grows up and leaves so I have to keep going back and getting a clone of him I think it has to be something where he loves Morty so much that he keeps trying to change the past but Morty dies at a certain age. So he keeps like trying to change something. He keeps going back, resetting, and that's why he's his character's so mad because he can't he can figure out everything in the world, but at nineteen Morty dies every in every single timeline. Like there's something that happens with Morty that he dies at a certain age. And Rick keeps going back in time, getting him, starting over, and trying to figure it out. And that's what really makes him a crotchety old man because he can't figure out how to save Morty. And I, I feel like they need something like that where it's based from love, not selfishness. Because if it's selfishness, then if they when they end the series, like you like Rick there's no redeeming him unless they redeem him with some form of love <laughs> for Morty. I I there's a there's an anime version of Rick and Morty that they made that's official. That came from Adult Swim. You should watch it because there's something very similar to that happens, but it's in reverse. Uh, that Rick dies, but I think that Rick, I don't, I, I don't see a redemption arc happening for Rick because that's not the structure of the show. Every season, every episode is like the self-contained bubble. Since they have no expanding story arcs in Rick and Morty, I don't see that as. as I would like to see Rick be redeemed, but. I think if Rick was going to get redeemed for whatever he did or whatever he, he was for whatever reason, whoever was trying to redeem him, he would say, go fuck yourself. Because he's like, I don't need to be redeemed. Like, I'm the Rick. That's it. He doesn't seem like he, he would want to be redeemed by any means uh, necessary. But him trying to save Morty, that makes more sense. Like, that can be a bigger thing. Because then Morty could be like, oh, you saved me. He's like, 
shut the fuck up. Like, you know, just dump them yeah, out. Yeah, I, I, definitely, I, I definitely feel like that could be a good close where they, like, after when Morty dies, like, say the this, this series finale, Morty dies and Rick is stone-faced. He doesn't cry. And everyone's crying around him. And you're like, man, Rick is a fucking asshole. And then he goes and you hear the monologue of him saying, like, trial study of fucking 10,000 something uh, unsuccessful starting 10,000 something something and then he goes to a portal and he grabs a Morty a fresh Morty and he's like don't worry Morty I'm gonna save you this time and then that's it so this way like you don't you don't know if he ever does save him but also you see why he was such a dick but then again you don't he doesn't get a full redemption but you see that he actually loves Morty that that's how I would end the series but hopefully yeah. that's for a long time because I, I don't want this show to go anywhere because this is the closest thing I have to Back to the Future and I need this in my life. Um, but I also I also want to know more. Like, I think this season they're going to, like, go through the Rick, and, the Rick story with a fine-tooth comb about, like, his wife, like, the relationship. I, I definitely feel like they're going to they're gonna give more um, because they, you know, they, they don't give too much about his past. But what I what I was saying about the thing with Jessica, wh- I I think her liking Morty is a mistake. I think what they should have done is soon as he gives her the wine, she's like, "All right, I gotta go to this party." Like she just <laughs> used him to get the booze because I don't want Morty to have like Jessica is a shitty person. Like I want him to get a real girl, like that one girl that he had and then fucked it up with the re- time remote. Oh, but I I think I think that's where it becomes like that was a good story but i think him getting jessica proves his character is growing because old money wouldn't have been able to do that but now her now her her ditching him is within her character range but i think the best version of it makes more sense when in the episode where morty uh uh when he doesn't have his toxins and he's just like tells jessica like you know like i'm beyond you and shit like that yeah like i can kind of see maybe morty getting uh, maybe even Morty getting uh, bored with Jessica, or like you know, he, he it was it's the thrill of the hunt, or like he gets her and realizes she's not that thing, or even I would like she's to not see, the one, <laughs> or or if Morty and Jessica are together, how is that gonna stick it to Rick, and how is Rick gonna go out of his way to sabotage it? Because yes. he's just he's just that fucking petty. But th- think about he that. Wants Morty to himself. Yes, think about that. Uh, he's like Morty. I need you for this thing, and he's like, "Oh, gee, Rick, I'm gonna I'm having sex with Jessica." <laughs> he's just like, "All right, I gotta I gotta figure something out." <laughs> Get but this motherfucker. Just like he did in the episode with the uh, with the heist episode, he sabotaged that motherfucker's Netflix deal. Like, I don't, and then just dialed it all the way through the whole. Through the back episode, he was. I mean, like, you know he's petty as fuck. Just in the the VAT episode, like you see how how major petty he is in the fucking VAT because it was a good idea, uh, you know. So I I definitely I, I enjoyed it. Is it their top episode? No, but was it a good opener? I think so. I, I definitely feel like this got the ball rolling and the juice is flowing. But I would like to see I would like to see more adventures with. Either the whole family, uh, like the episode where he, which they also mentioned that he fucks the planet, which is hilarious. Um, I, I would like to see more epi- like family episodes or more episodes <laughs> involving Summer, like Mad Max one. Uh, because I, I do think that they have a cool dynamic. But with Summer, 
it gives more comedy because Rick's always shitting on one of them. Yeah, he well, he because he's always playing one against the other. Yeah, and I think I I wonder if they're gonna address Space Beth, like what happened to her. I'm gonna assume that she went back to space yeah. uh, to continue the fight against the uh, the Federation and stuff like that. But I also think uh, they should never uh, reveal who the real one is. I don't think they I, I I don't think they can to the point of like they wrote it that way. That it's written to the point of like they wrote it uh, ambiguous so that it never could be uh, decided on. Yeah, I I definitely I definitely was happy with it. Uh, I'm hoping that the next I, I'm I'm hoping it comes uncensored on HBO fast because I think when it is uncensored that makes it a hundred times better for me. Like yeah. it's just so much. Even the dumbest shit is just so much funnier. Uh, but. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I think they did a good job with the the opener, the pilot or not pilot, the series opener. Season, yeah, I, I, season five. I opener. mean, I think Rick and Morty. I think all their episodes are great. I very I feel like they don't have any bad episodes. Some are better than others, but I feel like they definitely do not have like a phone in uh, episodes. All their episodes I, are are good. I, I wouldn't say they're bad episodes, but I definitely will say there's some episodes that if I'm watching Rick and Morty randomly, that I might skip. Uh, I think, yeah, a little bit, but I, I think what helps that is that the fact that the show is not serialized, that the whole season is not, like, linked together, or there's not a driving point, because at some point, the story takes a low because of, you know, what's going on in the story, so the fact that each episode is a self-contained thing, they could go straight to the max, like, right out of the fucking gate, oh, god damn it. oh, not that dumb. <laughs> yes, they uh, can go right out the gate with, they, they can go ape shit with it, but... What my last two things is they definitely took the Seinfeld route because Seinfeld is a, a show about nothing, and that's what this is. Like this is there's it's really a show based off of nothing. Uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up to you was I saw this uh, like you know fun fact about Rick and Morty a while ago, and I keep forgetting to bring it up. But since we're talking about Rick and Morty now, I'll bring it up. It's the they I, I read that it was supposed to be a loose. Um, a loose representation uh, off of bipolar disorder. Did you ever uh, see that? No, like so. Like so yeah, let me let me read yeah. it. It says the only, not only is the dynamic duo of Rick and Morty based on Back to the Future trilogy, but the quirky pair is also supposed to be a loose representation of a common mental disorder, bipolar disorder. Apparently, two the two characters are based on co-creator Justin Rowland's two halves. Dan Harmon admitted as saying the show is an accurate personification of bipolar disorder makes sense considering how different the two characters are yet they manage to maintain a pretty pretty solid grandfather grandson relationship although it's pretty fair to wonder whether or not roland could possibly be as crazy as old granddad rick either way it adds an interesting layer to the show that doesn't initially appear to have any layers whatsoever in layman's terms mine uh, equals blown I mean, I can see it. I, I can kind of see it the way the two characters are uh, are definitely diametrically opposed on each other. So you know, they, they definitely they, they definitely found a way to work together, even though they don't really match up. Uh, I mean, neither that. did Doc and Marty. Like that was, if you think about it, Doc's weird. <laughs> he's, might he's be a hang- sexual sexual predator. <laughs> Come on, man, chill, chill. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "You want to use my amp? You want to play with the amp, uh, ma- sure. Marty? Uh, uh, did the- you ever see the original cartoon Rick and Morty was based on the uh, Doc and Doc and something Doc and Morty uh, with the Bushland Adventures? 
and it's like no. super crude and ridiculous, you should watch it. It's it's fucking way over the top. The funny shit is that the the other fact that I saw was the pilot of Rick and Morty was written in six hours. Uh, that's also kind of funny, but Jeez. It, it's one of those things. I think Rick and Morty is one of those things that it, I don't I, I don't feel like it was ever supposed to work, and it and it did. I feel like it was such a happy accident on how good the show came out because if you watch the trailer of the original season, like I would look at that and go, man, I don't think this is gonna make it. just because of how critical everything is nowadays. When when I re- I remember when I first started seeing the commercials for it on Adult Swim, because uh, ironically that's still when I had cable, uh, and I was watching it and I was like, what the fuck is this piece of shit? This is fucking stupid, uh, and. And I, I think that has to do with like a, a good persistence of them because he was trying to make that cartoon for years, like when he used to do his cartoon shorts and him doing the Rick and Morty voices, like that was definitely something that he persisted on for years, uh, Justin Rowland. And you know what I'm saying? So I definitely, yeah, I definitely agree a happy accident of how it became like this huge cultural phenomenon, you know what I'm saying, of the hit. But it, def- it seems that his persistence, like it totally paid off. And then putting him with, you know, Dan Harmon, who's a fucking, he's he's great in his own right because Community was such a fucking smash hit, even though he's a fucking a douche mob. But yeah, yeah, I I, I really hope that they keep going because it, it was it's it, it's one of those that I don't want to see end. Especially I don't want to see it end for something stupid because you know for your fact like how many shows end because of either you know outrage or whatever the fucking case is. But uh, I I also hope that. Uh, Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd do a, a cameo on this show. Well, lad, before season five started, they were contracted for another 70 episodes. So they were saying if they do 10 episodes or 11 episodes, depending because they were doing 10, 11s, you know what I'm saying? They definitely got a lot more, a lot yeah, more in, a lot more like, involved in. Yeah. Like 15 I, seasons or something, probably. Something, something huge. But it, it was also, the hard part is, it's so much harder to, I think, to cancel a cartoon. Because it, it being animation, I think kind of you kind of can get away with it. A like lot Big more. Mouth. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel I feel like animation seems to be like the last bastion of being able to get away with saying shit uh, that wouldn't necessarily fly. Because there's a lot of other shit that that you you couldn't say it on like network television, like lick tits. I bet twenty dollars you couldn't say lick tits on fucking Channel Eleven or, or any cable station or the basic nah. ones. So. You know what I'm saying? So I think it kind of gets away. And then anybody who would get too into the weeds of, like, they should cancel Rick and Morty, I mean... Which they it, did already uh, try that, remember? The 9-11 yeah, joke? Yeah, I mean, they should just, like... Die on a fire? Yeah, or walk into the ocean and keep going. You know say don't, don't stop. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. When When is anything gonna, you know, like, just cancel it all, man. Cancel, cancel, cancel life, bro. Shut it off. If you cancel everything, then nothing is canceled. It's I don't a know construct. if it works that way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so don't forget to rate and view and subscribe to the Knuckleheads Podcast on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor. Buy our shit on Teespring. Um, I'm the fanboy. I'm the hater. And don't forget, time is an illusion. <laughs> well, I was going to say, show me what you got. Yeah. I was going to finish it off with Wubba Lubba Dub Dub. All right. Or let's get Riggity Riggity Wrecked. Which one do you want to use? You want to just end it on all of them? Lick How about let's get, oh, let's get Swifty. <laughs> <laughs> shit on the floor. Take off your pants and your panties. (laughs) Okay, all right. Let's end it there.